0: Do you know anyone with a birthday? Get them some custom art at artofericbabone.com. Want to impress your significant other on your anniversary? Skip the wilted flowers in the dirty CVS teddy bear. Commission a custom family portrait at artofericbabone.com. Maybe you're just like me and you like unique pieces of art celebrating your favorite films, comics, and pop culture. Head to artofericbabone.com and shop till you drop. And don't forget, MOTCU listeners get special discounted pricing on all custom art. Don't pay some cookie-cutter bullshit from Hobby Lobby. I'm pretty sure child labor was involved in that painting of a cow you just had to have. Be a hero and support local art at artofericpabone.com.
1: All right, and we are back, part two of Baby Driver. I hope you enjoyed part one. So uh, after they make uh, the plans for their date, uh, baby heads back to his apartment and uh, he serenades Joe again. Uh, this time with Beck's version or Beck's Deborah. Um, I don't want to play that one. I don't like it, so that's why I didn't ask Joe to play it. It's actually not in the soundtrack. I don't think it's not in the soundtrack anyway. It is, but it is. Uh, but you know uh, it
2: is? I'm, I'm like you don't want to play these songs that I want to play, like the Beck version of something that's good. <laughs> Wait, you are we play Run the Jewels later? Yes, in the
1: Dave Brubeck
2: quartet that you skipped
1: over. Yeah, I know. No, because that was in the scene. I know. That was in the scene. I couldn't play that, but that was great. I love that. Yeah, that uh, Run the Jewels, though. We're hitting that Run the Jewels. Oh, no, definitely. I like that. I like that. Uh, so, yeah, Joe watches Baby add some more cash to the, uh, to the stash. Um, so he tells Baby that he would really like him, Baby, to bring joy to people, uh, when he drives instead of doing bad things and he tells him to go deliver pizza. <laughs> uh, baby's less than thrilled by this, but he does it cause he loves Joe. Uh, we all love Joe, right Joe? Yeah. Yeah. So. Of course you do. Fuck you, Doug. <laughs> 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 so, uh, so we see baby now, uh, he's delivering for Goodfellas pizza, which I think is a real chain or was a real chain at one point down in Atlanta. Um, and, of course, you know, he get he delivers the pizza in record time. He, he makes the frat guys very happy. Um, so he does the, he delivers the pizza. He heads home. Uh, Joe enjoys a slice. He brought a pizza home, so Joe enjoys the slice, and he, he counts his m- much more meager earnings. Um, you know, they have a heartfelt talk, you know, talk heart-to-heart about, uh, you know, the fact that Joe's relieved that the baby's finally safe you know, from from all the, the craziness that he's been involved in. Um, obviously, they're speaking too soon. So uh, we are now on the date. We're at Bacchanalia, and we are going to do another clip.
3: Gentlemen, pick this up already. And gentlemen,
4: <laughs> who is that? It's my old boss. Excuse me,
3: one second. Thank you.
2: Have a good night.
3: Good meal, baby. That foie got terrain is something, huh? Yeah. You don't look happy to see me. Why? You said we were straight, but did you think we were done? That that was... <coughs> uh, I guess I did. Well, I could give you the good news and the bad news. Except there is no bad news. The good news is you're about to make a lot of money, and the good news is you're about to make a lot of money. I got, I got a job, Doc. Yeah, but why slave away delivering good fellas' pizzas just to afford a night out here? When you could make all that dough with a great fella, me. And then you take your. Gal here for fucking dinner every night of the week. You paid off your debt. Now it's time to profit. This is the fun bit, baby. By the time this job is over, you'll be rolling in money, buying Maseratis and feeding your gal catfish dipped in gold. So what do you say? You in? (laughs) Am I in? No, don't answer my question with another question. You give me one or two replies, yes or no. No, no. You know I never do a job with the exact same crew twice, right? Yes. And you also know you've been my driver for every job since we met. Yes. So I'm of the thinking that you are my lucky charm and that I'm not doing this job without you. Now, I don't think I need to give you this feature about what happens when you say no, how I could break your legs and kill everyone you love, because you already know that, don't you? Yeah. So what's it gonna be? Behind the wheel or in a wheelchair? The first one. Very nice. I'll pick you up in the morning. Don't stay out too late now. Oh, and your uh, waitress girlfriend. She's cute. Let's keep it that way. Good night,
2: sir.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's so, menacing. Well, and exactly, exactly, and that's that's just that is Kevin Spacey showing <clears throat> showing his chops. I mean. Yeah. He, he, it's so great how he turns on a dime. You know, it's also Kevin mean, Spacey showing his, Yeah, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> well, that's true. That's <laughs> very true. wasn't acting all this time. Jesus, who knew? Yeah. Um, so, Joe, did you see the two dudes that, that Doc was talking to in the I restaurant? I probably did, but I don't remember. Oh, okay. So, Edgar Wright called in a favor, and he got a couple of guys who he's big fans of. Those two guys were Killer Mike and. Uh, big oh, Boy. and LP. Yeah, and Big Boy.
2: Oh, yeah. I- was that Big Boy?
1: Yeah, it was. that's what he said. I mean, that's what I saw anyway. I, I, I wouldn't know either.
2: Killer I Mike, I might know,
1: but like Big Boy, I wouldn't know. I'm no, I know what Big Boy looks like, too. You know who Big Boy is, right? He's from Outcast. Okay. I just want to make sure. No, no, no. I do know. I just, yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm not totally, you know, sometimes. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah, that was cool because he, Edgar Wright's a huge fan of those two, and he asked them. They were in town i'm pulling up they, the scene on my computer so i can see yeah they asked him if he'd like they'd like to be in the in the movie and they were they were all for it um, oh, let's see oh yeah keep talking i'm just looking at yeah it. yeah. so you know obviously big yeah, is it's very big boy. it's big boy and killer mike. It is. okay yeah. yeah so um oh i don't know if you watch just a segue bad segue do you watch ozark
2: yes i haven't seen
1: the new season though oh all right because there's a killer mike cameo in that too
2: Dude, Killer Mike's in fucking everything yeah. now. He's in that. So is
1: Run the Jewels. Like, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. But yeah, um, just You know,
2: Killer keep... Mike is one of Run the Jewels. Yes, exactly. Yep. He's That's... also part of the Dungeon family, which is where his big boy connection comes from.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't know that, and I don't know who The, the Dungeon,
2: Dungeon family was. is a collaborative of Atlanta artists. There's Outkast, the Goody Mob, um, Killer Mike, you know, CeeLo,
1: all of them. Yeah. Oh, they yeah, actually yeah. had
2: one album, and it's amazing.
1: You mean Trek's Arms, CeeLo?
2: Yeah. Don't talk about me like that Cause this is how I talk all the time
1: <laughs> arms I'm gonna hit you I'm gonna hit you Every single Dude. thing I say
2: is like this when I'm CeeLo
1: yeah, That's how he exactly. talks <laughs> Exactly Doesn't he like peeing on people or something?
2: That's
1: uh, R. Kelly No, but CeeLo got some shit going on like that too some weird He just stuff. wears a kimono <laughs> <and> <laughs> Anyway, alright So, <laughs> baby, Baby's upset by this conversation Obviously we're all upset uh, We don't like Doc anymore Um so he drives Deborah home. She invites him up to talk, uh, but he declines. Uh, they do kiss and they make plans for tomorrow. Um, the next morning, uh, Doc picks baby up uh, and they head to the next heist location, which is a downtown Atlanta post office. Um, <laughs> this is a funny fucking scene. Doc, Doc sends him, Doc sends baby in with Doc's nephew, all right, Sam, little kid, right? He's playing his Game Boy or his switch or whatever he had I forget what but it wasn't a switch um so they go in and you know he doc gives uh baby the instructions on what he needs to know you know as far as the number of cameras number of guards number of employees number of booths everything right the kid does a better job at remembering all that shit than baby does because baby's very distracted by everything um they get up to the counter and he he they buy stamps he buys stamps from a very friendly nice clerk lady um she asked. She asked him, "How old is that your son? Yeah, how old is he?" <laughs> Baby goes four, and and Sam goes, "I'm eight. <laughs> and going back to the TV snippets, he immediately says, "They grow up so freaking fast, don't they?" Uh, so uh, he falls back on things that he remembers in order to get himself out of situations. Uh, you know, she gives she gives Sam a mint. I got a mint with your name on it. You got a mint that says <laughs> Sam? <laughs>
2: Kid is a fucking pistol.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, then she drops the, uh, you know, you're going to be here tomorrow, he asked her. And she drops 9 to 5, just like Dolly. And this is also, uh, it's, a, it's foreshadowing as to what's going to happen, uh, you know, in, towards the climax of this movie. Where she says, everybody wants happiness, nobody wants pain. You can't have a rainbow without a little rain, which is, I don't know what the song is, but it's one of Dolly's songs. Um, and that becomes very prophetic. Uh, They're back in the car. Baby, (laughs) with some more help from Sam, uh, lays the details out to Doc. Um, (laughs) Sam even says, the clerk was friendly. She gave me a mint. You wouldn't even have to use a gun on her. Just (laughs) say boo and she'll give you the big bills first. (laughs) (laughs) Doc's like chips off the old block. So uh, we're back at Baby's apartment and Doc just reinforces the menace. Um, He's... He just completely reinforces the fact that he knows everything about Baby. He starts talking about Joe and about Joe's disabilities and and the fact that, you know, bad things can happen the whole nine yards just to make sure that he is in for this job. Um, And this is where, uh, you know, Doc, he, he expresses his doubt, but Baby goes back to the TV moments and pulls out the Monsters, Inc. lines uh, where Doc says you consider me a friend don't you and you know he lays it out you and I are a team nothing's more important to me than our friendship um, so uh, Baby then calls Deborah at the diner and tells he tells her they can't hang out because he has to drive again um, but that he wants to actually just do her plan he wants to drive west on 20 in a car they can't afford with a plan they don't have and he asked her you in and she without even batting an eye says yes because they are They're definitely star-crossed at this point. Um, We're back at the hideout. Uh, We see the last iteration of the crew. In this case, it's Buddy, Darling, and Bats. Um, They have conversations about baby's tinnitus. Um, uh, Darling didn't know about the tinnitus part. She brings up the fact that uh, Barbara Streisand has a similar issue, and she handles it the same way. Um, This does not impress Bats. Um, But then I read that in real life, jamie Foxx is very close friends with barbara streisand <laughs> so <laughs> he was like he yeah he was putting on some good acting because he they're very close he's he sang duet with her on one of her albums i don't know i'm not a big streisand fan um, <laughs> <You> sure yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah could have exactly. fooled me <laughs> i know i know it's every every now and then you gotta do that you know uh, <laughs> so uh, buddy buddy likes baby you know he digs him he's, he's again he's his good luck charm up till now and he does like him so he goes over there to sort of diffuse the whole bats insanity and they bond over what we find out is baby's killer track and and buddy's killer track as well it's brighton rock by queen um which is also extreme foreshadowing if you, if you listen to the lyrics to brighton rock it is about it's, an, it's based on a novel called Brighton Rock about a guy who's mixed up with gangs in, in England, in Brighton, and falls in love with a, a waitress at a diner. And, um, you know, they have to try to, he has to try to get out of the gangs. And it's, it's very, obviously, very similar to this. Uh, so that's a big influence on, uh, on Edgar Wright. So, uh, you know, and then... Bats interjects his wisdom about what he calls hex songs. Um, You know, he doesn't believe that you need songs to do a crime, but he had a a crime partner once who backed out of a job because he heard knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door, Um, and it freaked him out. He called them hex songs. Hotel California, and I forget the other one. But All right, so we're going to play the final heist plan clip so we understand what they're going to do. Roll that
3: I need four pairs of eyes and three sets of ears. Gather up. (sighs) The postal service is dying. People don't care about their mail anymore. Lucky for us, their loss is our gain. Money orders. For I happen to know a guy who has a machine that can turn blank ones into green. Each box contains 250 slips per box. Each slip worth up to a grand, that's quarter of a mil per box. Dot, 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 you do the math. Darlin goes in the front. Buddy takes a five alligator count and follows her inside. You put on these privacy glasses to blind the CCTV camera. Another five alligator count. Darlin gets in line. Buddy takes her hostage, shotgun to her head. That gets you guys in the back office.
4: We've real played
3: that a lot. Uh-huh. Baby drives Bats around the loading dock. Bats uses this security card supplied by an insider with a nasal problem to get in the staff entrance and cover the rear. You guys grab all the boxes and then sneak out the back to Baby and the waiting car. Did you get all that, Baby? Yeah. OK, one more thing. We need some fresh hardware. Not traceable to us or any previous jobs. I've got some contacts to can get us some clean firepower. So the pickup is tonight. But after the pickup, you come straight back here. You all have an early start in the morning, and there's eyes everywhere. So, you're staying the night here.
4: Are we in bed
1: together now? <coughs> oh, excuse me. So, yeah, so we see, you know, we hear there what's going to go on with the plan, what they're going to do at the post office. Um
0: are we in bed again
1: now yeah i know right yeah hey um, your name reggie <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah at one point you hear something hit the floor Baby is playing with a toy car and it goes off the edge of the table and again we'll get to that um, edgar wright edgar wright and his easter eggs and his foreshadowing is, is it's crazy uh so the crew heads they head they head out towards the meet uh to get these these clean weapons um Bats is being Bats. He's looking in the back. He's checking out Darling, leering at her like Bats would do. Um, and they head to a gas station because he says he has to pee. Um, he asked Buddy if he wants some gum. Buddy says, yeah. So while, while Bats is in the inside the gas station store, um, you know, Darling is talking about what they'll do with all the money. They're going to Vegas and get married again, blah, blah, blah. But then she also tells Buddy that she wants him to kill Bats for looking at her funny. Um, you know, once the job is done, so, uh, Bats gets back to the car and he throws like a whole rack full of gum, which shows you that he robbed it all. He says he robbed it all. Um, baby starts backing out or he's ready to back out, uh, and leave. And he notices the clerk isn't there anymore. So God knows what Bats did with the clerk. At the very least, he knocked him unconscious, but he might've killed him. So, um, baby tears ass out the, out the parking lot. Um, they arrive at the meet. It's an empty warehouse. Uh, they're there to meet Doc's connections. Bats is on edge. He's always on edge, but he's on edge. Um, when they get inside the warehouse, he has Baby come with them because they might not be leaving in that car. Um, so this is where it starts to get real for Baby because he's not insulated. He's not hiding in that sanctuary. His car is his sanctuary. He's not in that car now. He's he's mixing it up with everybody. Um, one of the dudes asked why he's wearing headphones, is he recording stuff and they just you know, they reiterate the story about it, listening to music. Um, and he's listening to Tequila. <laughs> um, tequila we meet, right? I just yeah love Jamie Foxx is so good. Um, so now we meet the butcher, the guy they're gonna meet. Uh, I love this cameo by Paul Williams. I mean yeah. I don't know if you guys you guys know him, right? I mean, oh yeah. Yeah, it was he's good. Smoking a Bandit and he's the uh, Oscar winning artist and the whole bit it's just he's just great he's so good um so yeah he's the butcher and just it <laughs> his opening line like about the pig the humble pig can be cooked from snout to tail everything but the squeal <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like perfect so he pers- he proceeds to describe the different weapons available as different cuts of meat from a, from a pig um it's at this point bats spots a uh apd in police department stencil on it on one of the gun boxes and he freaks out he realizes they're all cops and he starts he goes full bats <laughs> he yeah. opens fire kills the butcher you know a gun battle ensues um every shot is to the beat of the music yep <laughs> it's, so it's tequila that they're listening to it's it's actually a, it's a remix of tequila it's a little more like techno dancing but um Everything matches, you know, the, the, the gunshots and everything match. It's fucking fantastic. Um, they eliminate the entire crew, you know, the, the gun running crew. Um, uh, they finish it off <laughs> by tossing a grenade into one of the, one of the SUVs as they leave. And um, it blows up, as Bat, Bat says, tequila. Um, so they're on their way back to the hideout, but Bats decides he's hungry just as they're passing Bo's Diner. Um, he tells baby to stop, but baby says no um, You know, he's, he's acting really weird, but he flat-out doesn't want to go. He says that place sucks uh, So bats is responsible in that case. We gotta go <laughs> <coughs> So they head into the diner um, he ignores uh, Baby ignores Deborah. She starts to smile, but he doesn't even look at her and she realizes something's up. So we got another clip When something is wrong with my baby
4: Something's wrong with me Now why y'all so man? You should be thinking all that. For being a walking fucking death wish. Well I treat all of my jobs like it's my last. but what you do within this group affects all of us. Slow down cowboy, you're gonna get your money tomorrow. Plus uh... You guys got noses to feed. What, yeah, like you're Mr. Clean? Or Mr. Whatever the fuck I want to be. Can I get you anything to drink? Oh, uh, yeah, I think it'd be a Coke all around, right? Uh, how do you say it in your language? Coca? So let me get three Cokes and one Coca. Four Cokes? Yeah. Look, here's the deal. You robbed to support a drug habit. I do drugs to support a robbery habit. That's quite <laughs> That's my job, see? It's you two who's on vacation. So you doubt our credentials? Wall Street, right? Doctor that. You know? Doc ain't told me shit. Just an educated guess. From an uneducated man. Well, Bats, I would be fascinated to hear your thoughts on the matter. Tell me from way off, buddy. You were a stockbroker. Maybe a different wife, maybe kids. You stack your paper, but you say shit like, work hard, play harder, but you play a little too hard. You rack up debt. The type of debt that'll make a white man blush. Maybe you get into a little trouble. Maybe you get your hand caught in a corporate cookie jar. Maybe you leave and run off to the desert. Maybe with your favorite lap dancer in tow. Maybe you disappear into a world consisting of three things. Money, sex, drugs, and action. Oh, shit, that's for. Am I close? This is how I look at it. You guys just think this is a trip. Either way, if you are Wall Street, you're a bigger fucking crook than I could ever be. I'm gonna go right ahead and speak for the two of us. You think you know us. You don't. Mm. You think you're the last word in crazy. You're not. And believe me when I tell you, you don't want to see my buddy mad. You haven't seen how relentless he is. Because when he sees Ren, you will see nothing but black. <laughs> you hear that speak? That's some Oscar shit right there. That was nice. You rehearsed that? You see this shit, baby? See that? This is a prime example of a man who loves a woman. He does perfectly tell. I mean that.
1: <laughs> that was Adlib, by the way. That's some Oscar shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you rehearsed that?
1: Like yeah, I yes,
0: I did actually, Jamie. So yeah. You were
1: there. Right, exactly.
0: I also yeah. love how uh babies wearing a jacket that very much looks like Han Solo's vest <laughs> and yeah. shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep. I don't know if this is on purpose or not, but like to have him be in a group of scoundrels as a scoundrel but with a heart of gold and dressed like Han Solo, right. it just right. it tickled me to no end.
1: Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. That's brought up a lot. In, in the trivia and stuff. And uh, they, uh, one thing Edgar Wright pointed out, too, is that if you notice, in the beginning of the movie, uh, he's got the jacket, but his, all of his T-shirts are white, clean, pure white. But as the movie progresses, they turn shades of gray and get dirtier and muckier. And that was done on purpose. You know, so, like, there's probably shit in this movie that... that is part of the movie that we'll never even notice. (laughs) You know what I mean? There's got to be Easter eggs and stuff that he'll never tell, but they're there, you know, and they all mean something. It's crazy what he does. Uh, So Deborah comes back with the drinks, and uh, Bats asks her why Baby wouldn't like the place. Um, She recommends that he fill out a suggestion card. She slams it down on the table. And as she walks away... Her reaction pissed Bats off. He didn't like her attitude, um, and he gets up to take care of things. Like, who knows what he's gonna do? But he's taking his gun out. Um, Baby immediately grabs the gun, and and a struggle. He struggles with Bats a bit. Um, Buddy and, and and Darling are just looking on in shock, just for the fact that Baby stood up to him. You know, uh, Bats relents and uh, decides. All right, they got to get out of there. So as they leave, uh, Baby slips uh, Deborah a note that says road trip 2 a.m. Um, we're back at the hideout now. The crew arrives to a very pissed off doc. Um, he looks at them and just says bananas. <laughs> um, they explain, he explains that whenever he's got a deal that's been finished, he gets a call from the crew and they just say the word bananas on the phone and he didn't get that call. Um they all lie to him. Well, Bats lies to him first and everybody covers for them because they know that if, if they don't cover for him, um, the deals, you know, the, the, the job's off and they're not going to make any money. So they all say that the other guy shot first, even baby goes along with it. Um, I mean, baby goes along with it cause he just wants to sneak out and get to Deborah. So, uh, doc wants to cancel a job, but they all protest and then they, they vote. And, uh, Baby's the last one, and he says, you know, I say, well, get some sleep and get ready for this fucking thing, uh, just to keep everything, you know, copacetic so he can, he can get out. Um, and we see Baby walk away into the other room where he's going to sleep, and he hides behind one of the pillars, and he starts listening because he can't help himself. He starts listening to the recording that he just made of what they were saying. Um, it, you know, it, again, it's like it's an instinct for him, so... Um, a little bit later, we see Baby sneaking out uh, to meet Deborah, uh, but he's caught first by Buddy and then bats. Um, Buddy finds him in the car. Baby says he's going for coffee. Buddy doesn't believe it, and he's pissed, but he likes Baby, so he he trusts him. He still trusts him. Um, and he flat out says, listen, if you're having doubts, just get in the car and don't come back. All right? We'll find someone else. All right? He's, he's giving him an escape. And I think Baby's going to take it. Except he starts to pull away. B- well, Bats comes in from the other side, um, and he gets in the car. But he's holding Baby's recorder, and that's definitely not a good thing. Um, he he tries to explain what he's doing. Um, bats cold cocks him, and they bring him back in uh, inside. Um, and we got another clip. Play it. <laughs>
2: I think it's the same one. I forgot to switch him. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay.
3: Wake up, baby! Time to explain.
4: Joe. Where is he? What are you doing? Oh, the cripple? Oh, don't worry about him. He's good. He ain't going nowhere. Why don't you play us something, baby? No, 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 Good, good kid. Double, double, double behind the wheel. Was he slow? Retarded means slow.
3: Was he slow? No, 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 double. <laughs> no, no, what the hell else morning do
4: you do? This shit is bananas, dog. B-A-N-A-N-A-N. Debra, isn't that the waitress from the diner? You say you didn't know that bitch.
3: Why would you say you didn't know her? Have you been talking to Debra about us?
4: I don't say nothing. about Wills? He can't say nothing. Yeah, but he can read motherfucking lips okay? he?
3: Take this fool back to his shithole. I'll find another driver for tomorrow.
4: Doc, I'm available. I can take where he needs to go, get him home safe.
2: <laughs> no, you're not getting a new driver.
4: I've been on every job since we met. I don't squeal to the cops, I squeal on the road.
3: Now, I'm not slow, I'm fast. I'm your driver tomorrow.
4: I'm driving. (laughs) Well, you heard the kid. He's driving.
1: Alright. So, yeah. He was almost busted, but he talked himself out of it. So, uh... Jump to a quick scene of, of Deborah waiting at Bose, but of course, baby doesn't show because now he's stuck there. Um, the next morning, we're at the post office, and Joe, if you could play intermission. There you go. This is by Blur, by the way. So this song this song starts playing as they pull up to the post office. Um bats starts his whole backstory thing again excuse me i'm talking about them having our money Uh, they got our mama's jewels we got to go get them back darling and buddy get out they head in the front door as planned uh baby and bats drive around back um bats then enters through the employee entrance in the back while baby waits in the car and it's raining really hard now um He spots in the car, baby spots the friendly clerk from yesterday walking towards the entrance and he warns her off by shaking his head. Um, This scares the shit out of her. Um, She turns around and runs and she returns with the guard. Just as the trio exits the post office, (coughs) Bats immediately shoots the guard, lays him out, and they jump in the car. Um, (coughs) Baby's sort of frozen at this point. Bats is yelling at him to move, but he's not moving. Uh, Bats puts a shotgun up against his head and tells him he's got to a count of three or he's going to blow his head off. Um, he starts counting down. Baby accelerates forward into a construction truck they parked uh, behind that has rebar hanging out the back. Uh, rebar goes right through the windshield and straight through uh, Bats. Uh, kills him instantly. Um, now the car is wrecked, uh, so they get out of the car. Um, just as the police start to arrive. And we got yet another clip.
3: Oops. Come on. Come on! Come on! Give me your hand! Come on! Come on! What did you do, baby? What the fuck did you do?
4: I moved. You
2: moved to fucking kill you! It. Drop your weapon! Oh my God.
1: Yeah, I just want to play a little bit of that because I love Baby's attitude. I moved. And then you also hear Darling call buddy by his real name, Jason, yeah. for the first time. Um, you'll hear his full name in a little bit. You'll get all their full names in a little bit.
0: And you get that incredible sound synchronization of the gunshots with yep. the with yep. the beat of the music. It's just crazy, man.
1: That's exactly. That's why. That's the main reason I want to play that little snippet is that that demonstrates the, the, the synchronicity that Edgar Wright puts into this whole movie. It's so cool. Um, so we are gonna joe you're gonna play hocus pocus now because there's a whole chase scene that we're gonna just talk through while i'm gonna hocus pocus by focus focus yeah oh and by the way if you want to treat and you want to see what cocaine does for 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 (laughs) the human body you you search uh focus by hocus pocus live on youtube i think it's the dick cavett show and they play this song at like three times the speed you hear it now. <laughs> and you see the whole band, they are so coked out of their minds, it's its frightening that their hearts didn't all explode at once. It's just, it's amazing. It's amazing and scary all at the same time. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, so the trio now take off from the scene. The police are right behind him chasing him on foot, helicopters, cars, everything. Uh, they, they separate going slightly different directions. Buddy and Darling run while they return fire. Uh, baby runs through a park, sort of hides behind a tree. Um... As Buddy and Darling run by on the sidewalk... The cops chasing him... There's a police helicopter overhead... So... Baby then runs into a mall... Um... He... He runs into a store... And he grabs a jacket... Uh... Adds a hat... And a new pair of sunglasses... To sort of hide himself... It doesn't really work... Because... The cops keep chasing him... Um... He runs to his store... Out the back door of it... And gets... He exits into another parking garage... Um... He gets outside, and he steals a car, but immediately crashes it. Like He gets like 50 feet, and he crashes, of all things, right into the back of a truck that Buddy and Darling have stolen. Um, they lose their shit. Buddy calls him a jinx. Um, Buddy and Darling get out. They try to get into Baby's car, but the police open fire, so they return fire, again, right to the, sink to the beats of this song. Um, Right this part, right here. Yep. They're just shooting. It's so great. Uh, Darling is is shot multiple times and she dies. Um, Buddy sees this and obviously loses his shit and proceeds to dismantle all the cops that are there. He takes them all out. Um, Baby grabs the loot and runs from the scene just as Buddy shoots his iPod, stopping the music. And this is the most profound moment um, for the tinnitus, when he shoots that iPod yeah. and the music stops, the the noise is so loud it hurts your ears, right? As an audience member, um, to really drive that point home, um, so this is really interesting too. After that happens, as baby's running away, he's taking his old, he's feeling his own pulse on his neck, and he's doing that to calm himself. He's using the he's using his pulse as the beat. In order to get himself focused and not freak out, you know? Um, He then carjacks um, an old lady in a radar purple uh, Chevy Caprice. The color is called radar purple, and that's important. Um, So, Joe, you can cut that and play this clip. So good. Um, what yeah, the song. hell are you doing? <laughs> I know you got a thing. Yeah,
2: that's the it's R-rated gold. version of
1: that. I and, love that song too. Oh, uh, Golden Earring man! I saw them open for Aerosmith way back in the day. I saw them. Concert. I saw them
2: die on the Grand Tour. Oh, really? Okay. It was when they were doing the whole stupid. Um, Celebrity brainwash or whatever. Oh right! In the yeah. first season, and then like everybody died before they made it in there. Right. Like it was always some kind of weird accent They were playing on a pier, and like there was like a shipping container above them, and you thought it was gonna fall on them, and then it just happened to be there was a, a cable going into the water, and they all just like passed out on stage.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, the color of the car is, is significant in the fact that he picks "Radar Love" as the song on the radio. Um, and it's radar purple because it's described as that by the police. I think later, here police radio. Um, Baby heads right home to to see how Joe is. Uh, he find he's Joe's alive. He's on the floor. Um, the <coughs> apartment is in a shambles because they just they tore apart everything to find the tapes and everything. Um, really cool. All the albums from all the songs in the soundtrack are scattered all over the floor of the apartment. Oh, that's cool. Right? Um, every one of them is all there. And, and obviously Edgar did that on purpose. Um, before he leaves uh, the apartment with Joe, he calls Bose and he leaves a message for Deborah, And he just says, tell if baby's coming. B-A-B-Y, baby. Um, so he carries Joe out of the car. He's like a Superman. He carries yeah. Joe like he weighs five pounds, you know? But yeah. Anyway, he must have had a nice harness to help him do that. But, uh he carries Joe to the car and brings him to the Holiday Villa Assisted Living Facility because he's got to get Joe to safety. He's got to give him a good life. Um, he sets him down. It's at night at this point. He sets him down uh, at, at the front door, and he uses his recorder to lay out Joe's needs and likes, again, including he likes peanut butter sandwiches spread to the edges. Joe, Joe, this is very important to Joe. Yeah. Joes
2: ba- are very particular about things.
1: He is. He is.
2: Um, i mean, in general.
1: Oh, all Joe's. Yes. Yeah. 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 You really? You're yeah. particular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, baby apologizes again for putting him in danger. Um, and just then a police helicopter appears overhead, telling residents to stay indoors. Um, Joe looks, and Baby's gone. He vanishes, and Joe signs good luck and smiles at the, at the police helicopter because he, he, he wants Baby to get away, you know, obviously. Um, we're back at Bo's. We're in a home stretch now, folks. We're back at Bo's. Uh, baby arrives uh, and enters Bo's diner to find Deborah and Buddy, uh, who's sitting at the counter. But Deborah, you know, says, your Buddy's here. <laughs> uh, so we got another clip, please.
4: He's
2: here. Oh, yeah.
4: Good lovebirds.
2: Yeah, baby. I got catch you, You know, too. i got a deep here horse. you are. <laughs> are. you rubbing your nipples?
3: Bill, Monica
2: Monica.
4: <laughs> My darling. She was a good girl. I love I loved her. What about Deborah, baby? Is she she a good girl? You love her? Yes I do. That's too bad. through Fine, ain't that right, baby? <laughs> come on, come on! You can't keep running, baby.
2: There's no escape. Come on, let's get it. <laughs>
1: yeah, there's a lot going on in that scene, but uh, you know. I it, didn't see
2: anything except for that Barry White going on. Right?
1: <laughs> oh, the, yeah, come Ooh. on. That so had to be in this movie The Barry White song It just so had to be I
2: I love that song Oh yeah
1: Oh yeah absolutely If you
2: had told me like To play that song Instead of playing the clip I was gonna fucking (laughs) Rickroll you I was gonna be Never gonna give you up (laughs) (laughs) But because it was in the clip I couldn't do it There you go um, um, either that or I was going to play the cake version of that song. Oh, god, really good too. I'd probably like that, but I mean, uh, it's, it's amazing. Cake has a great bass player and that bass line, <laughs> Yeah. Boom. 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 Yep. It's just so good.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they have the beginning of their final confrontation. Uh, baby ends up shooting buddy, uh, knocking him to the ground. Um, and oh, real quick in that scene, we knew we knew uh, uh, Bats's real first name was Leon. Uh, we learned his name is Leon Jefferson the third, and uh, Darling's name is Monica Costello. And that appears on the on the news, um, talking about their deaths. Um, so, uh, Baby and Deborah run out of the diner at this point to find the police closing in. He tries to leave her behind because he wants to protect her, but she's not having any of that. Uh, she sticks with him. Um, inside a wounded buddy's laying on the floor as the cop comes out of the bathroom and the cop asks him, can you tell me where you've been shot? And buddy rolls around and shoots the cop twice and goes right there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know, I'm laughing at the death of a police officer. I don't really not laughing, but yeah, buddy's funny. Uh, so baby and Deborah escape, uh, and they, they run, he runs to a phone booth to call doc, uh, for help, but doc just hangs up on him. He wants nothing to do with it. So if you could play the song "Know How," I love this song. It's so good. It's so fucking good. It really is. Young MC, man, that that he was so fucking good back in the day. Yeah, it really was. This
2: um. This like soundtrack just like there's no way I could
1: not like this movie. The soundtrack is right. so fucking good. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, so uh, at this point they exit the uh, the phone booth. They realize they need a car, and just then <laughs> a couple of hood rats pull up in a in a Hellcat, a red gorgeous Hellcat. So, so they are
2: actually hood rats. What were they? They're they're like. I don't know, but they're not hood rats. A hood no. rat is okay. a, is a oh. very different thing.
1: Okay, all right. A hood rat is
2: a, is a, is a term for some particular girls that hung out in the hood.
1: Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I did I did kind of know that. So yeah, These are just, like
2: allegies.
1: Right, they're Ali trailer trailer trash allegies. You're 100% right. Yeah. That's exactly what they are. They're twins. They're twin brothers. The actors are twin brothers. Uh, so they confront them in, um, you know, baby pose the gun because he wants to get the car and they look at him you ever shot a gun before? (laughs) and Deborah goes literally five minutes ago (laughs) so they get out of the car he takes the uh, you know he takes the 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 Hellcat and they head back to the hideout to uh, talk to Doc and um this is the first time that Devers experienced all of baby's skill. So when yeah. they, when they quote land, she goes, not a chauffeur noted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love that line.
2: It was a great line. Yeah.
1: Um, so I
2: have the actual definition of a hood rat here. Okay. It's exactly what I thought it was. All right. Um, typically these are women in the hood who <clears> engage <throat> in sexual activities like a prostitute, but without charging or being coerced. Okay. So I
1: apologize these guys were not that. Yeah. No, they were
0: they were more thugsters.
1: Yes, exactly. You're right. Yeah, they hood rats are like chicks that like just fuck everybody.
2: Basically, that's why okay. when you grow up, you're like, damn, look at them hood rats over there. All right, I don't say that,
1: but I well, understand they, what you're
2: saying. I mean, you haven't even seen Friday, so
1: I think <laughs> I, th- I think this I think three minutes ago was the first time I ever used hoods and rats. Together in a sense. I just want to make
2: sure if you use
1: it, you're using it correctly.
2: Well, I appreciate that. They didn't they didn't qualify as hood rats.
1: I appreciate that. You know what a chicken head is? I do not.
2: That's a woman who likes to
1: you know, like a chicken fuck. I can't believe we're this is (laughs) Wow. So if you heard the term
2: chicken head, it's a woman who likes to, you know, we've straight
1: off course. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. We're going to bring it back. Chicken, chicken. Bark, bark, chicken heads. We're going to bring it back. (laughs) That's that Project Pat. (laughs) We're going to play another clip to cleanse our palate from this conversation. (laughs)
2: Come on. You know
1: you love hood terminology. Uh, Yes, I love it. Roll that clip, Joe.
3: It's over, kid. I ain't open. I need those tapes. I'm not giving you those tapes. I have the money orders. I'll trade you for one of those tapes. I can't help you, baby. I shot Buddy. Congratulations. Then you only have every clean and dirty cop after you. You gonna shoot me too? Never. You and I are a team. Don't feed me any more lines from Monsters, Inc. It pisses me off. <laughs> it's one of Sam's Oops. favorites. I, I thought it sounded familiar, you little shit. <laughs> not your lucky charm anymore. But I'm standing here asking for your help. There's nothing I can do for you, kid. Why should I, after what you've done to me?
4: It's okay,
2: let's go.
3: Oh, God damn it. Look at the two of you. Okay, go get your fucking tape. It's going to take more than a cassette to get you two out of this. Because the news is all bad. Well, there is some good news. The good news is you like driving. Because you can't take your foot off the gas for the next 25 years. This should be enough to get you across the border. From there it's on you. Don't trust anyone but each other. And don't ever look back. I was in love once. Bananas. Run. I thought... <laughs> I thought I told you to run.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. So obviously the end there with bananas, uh, they didn't kill everyone at the gun meet. <laughs> Some of them survived, and they're out for blood. Uh, so they show up. Doc, uh, Doc helps by you know, mowing them down, but not without getting hurt himself. Um, it's at this point that Buddy arrives in a police car, um, and this, it doesn't end well for Doc. Um, he tries to stop him, but uh, he gets run over twice. Uh, the second time is gross but <laughs> <laughs>
0: very 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 brutal second time yeah
1: it is it is so uh we're gonna roll our last song uh the aforementioned Brighton Rock
2: It's not our last song
1: Oh no 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 that's true it's not
2: We we do have another song we are going to play oh no
1: no definitely we can do that I, I, we can do I will
2: that. play the Brighton Rock one right now, but we have another song we have I to don't watch. no
1: dude I'm with you I, f- I, I forgot absolutely.
2: Just, just making sure. <laughs>
1: So good, it's
2: such a great song, it's so one of my favorite songs. And drama,
1: yeah, that opening bass riff. I mean, holy shit! Yeah, 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 so all right. So, baby and Deborah start head towards uh, heading towards uh, Doc's Mercedes, but Buddy cuts them off. Um, Baby's in front of the elevator, and Buddy lines up to finish him off. Uh, he starts accelerating towards Baby, who Again, then comes somewhat superhuman and jumps over the fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he, did you he hear him yell, parkour, right before he did it? He <laughs> <laughs> um, should have said, going down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, Buddy gets stuck in the car. This gives the two of them time to make it to the Mercedes. Um, uh, okay. That yeah. Hemi don't play in that Charger. No, that's true. Um, so, yeah, Buddy chases him through the garage, the parking garage, up and up and up uh, on higher levels. Um, at one point, at this point, he finds Deborah standing alone because uh, Baby had said, We got to finish this. So, Baby's standing, I mean, Deborah's standing there alone. And just as Buddy's about to shoot her, Baby rams his car uh, and pushes it sideways. Um, it's at this point we hear uh, the police radio uh, let us know that Buddy's full name is Jason Van Horn. Which is a very, very, like, Wall Street kind of snooty name, you know? Yeah. So it works. Um, Baby switches into a uh, 86 Chevy Blazer K5. Um, totally tricked out big tires a whole bit. And he pushes Buddy Carr. They they have sort of a, a shoving match between the cop car and and, and the Blazer. Um, Baby pushes the cop car with buddy over the edge of the garage. Um, however, buddy does at the last second escape. Um, baby gets out to check things, check things out. And he's immediately confronted by buddy. Um, buddy just says you did good kid, but you took something away from, you took away something I love. Now I got to do the same. And he fires his pistol right next to both of, uh, baby's ears, rendering him deaf. Um, Buddy's, I mean, baby's on the ground. Buddy's ready to finish him off. Um, Deborah gets out. She swings a tire iron. Doesn't do a great job, uh, but she does enough to distract Buddy, and Buddy drops his pistol. Um, he does grab Deborah, but Buddy is able to get the pistol, shoot him in the leg, and uh, Buddy plummets to his death, landing on top of the car just as it blows up.
2: Yeah, I love it. It's fucking crazy. He lands upside down on the frame of the car. It's burning. It's exactly.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So so that scene, the whole the, that whole thing, again, to, to go back to some of the foreshadowing uh, when they're watching the TV and the bull, talking about the bullfight, you know, saying that he started off on horseback, but has to finish it on foot. That's all about Buddy. And uh, even when when Darling is given that Oscar worthy speech in the diner, she talks about when Buddy sees red, you'll see nothing but black. They even Edgar Wright even tinted the the lighting in the friggin' garage red because Buddy's seeing red, um, so the whole thing was 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 tailored around this climactic scene at the end of the movie. So we're gonna we this clip is really long, but it sums so it's it's the easiest way to sum up the entire movie. So we're you know we're gonna we're gonna let it roll and sit back.
4: What are you doing? Hitting the road, (coughs) listening to music. (coughs) Really, you a mom? Yeah. She has a beautiful voice. It's why I'm lazy. I'm easy like Sunday morning. That's why I'm easy. I'm easy like Sunday morning.
1: You describe your relationship with the defendant
4: we were friends and I think we both wanted to be more than that he got himself into a bad spot I was just trying to get him out I believe the defendant is of good character he didn't deserve what happened to him it was the strangest thing he finally drove off and he threw my purse right at me And he actually said I'm Sorry. He looked at me and he shook his head like he was warning me, somehow telling me not to go inside. He looked concerned like he was uh, trying to save me.
3: He made a mistake when he was younger, and it's haunted him ever since. When he tried to get out, he was pressured even harder. It was never his fault. He's got a good heart. Always had, always will. With regard to counts one through 19, Count 21. I hereby sentence a defendant to 25 years in the federal
1: penitentiary,
3: subject to a parole hearing after five years served. You got a letter, kid.
4: Hey, baby, you know, it's funny, even though I heard it so many times in the court case, I still can't get used to the fact that your real name is Miles. It's a cool name, though. I can think of a lot of great Miles songs, but we still have to get through all those baby songs first. I can't wait until the day when it's just us, music, and the road. See you later, baby. All my love, Devon.
1: That's Baby Driver. That song, by the way, is uh, that's Simon and Garfunkel. from, yes. um, I think the Bridge Over Troubled Water album. It's called Baby Driver, and that's uh, that also was an inspiration for Edgar Wright. Um, so just yeah, you know, Joe, I just want I got a couple of things to go over in that scene, but you want to roll the run the Jewels song? Uh, of course we I can do. Talk over yep. that. We can let that play a minute. Hey, it's actually um, Danger
2: Mouse. With run the jewels and oh, Right, okay, yeah. Run okay, run a like we wake up and jiggies and load the clippy. The rate of our ascension makes statisticians so sick. Accountants think it's tricky. they never count from cliff. Got 'em up sniffing the account for Abacus for a live. Run the prime Autobiographically bastards. Pay Sorry. I will let them just fucking play, cause I love run the jewels. Yeah.
1: So just a, that, that clip was long, but, but it summed everything up. So, obviously, they, they tried it, They tried to get away. Um, the cops stopped them. So, Baby gets arrested. We hear him go to trial. Um, he gets convicted. During the trial, at the point where Joseph is on the stand, the interpreter who's translating him uh, is Walter Hill. It's Walter Hill's voice who directed The Driver, which is the big inspiration. He also wrote and directed 48 Hours with Nick Nolte and Eddie Murphy. That was sort of like eddie murphy's coming out party uh to be honest and then uh you know he went on to beverly hills cop after that but um and then at one point that you hear the guard that um says you got a letter here baby that's john spencer from the john spencer blues explosion <laughs> so he, oh, he, he got a cameo in the movie as well uh so that that's was cool. pretty cool yeah um and here's something interesting i didn't know and didn't even think about it until i read it is that Edgar writes that the final scene where Baby gets out of jail. So at the end of the movie, we hear him get, as the Baby Driver song starts playing, he gets out of prison and Deborah's there to meet him in a, in a gorgeous 50s caddy. I don't know what, it might be a caddy, I don't know what kind of car it is, but, you know, convertible. And um, they go on their road trip. And Edgar Wright says that the, the, the ending was left purposefully ambiguous because it's got to be at least five years later, but they don't look aged. It starts off black and white, just like the dream that he had earlier about yeah. the two of them. And, um, you know, so it, it's also about that when we go back to the teller, talking about Dolly, about you can't have, you know, you need a little rain to get a rainbow. So in the final heist, it was pouring rain. And then in this scene, there's a rainbow. So, you know, and they, they asked Ansel Elgord and... Lily James about it and Elgort swears that that didn't happen he dreamed it and Lily James swears that that was real he got out so that's up to you to decide I like to think they got out I don't ever like that whole ambiguous dream bullshit with movies (laughs) I always if there's there's two choices I'll always go with reality right
0: I mean they they faded from black and white to color to me that visually sort of screamed like okay this is the dream coming true
1: exactly I agree I agree with you there I agree with you there so um and the only other little snippet uh it's funny because earlier the number on the mailbox in the opening scene with harlem shuffle was the release date of the movie the driver um baby's prison number on his uniform is the same thing it's it's uh, july twenty eighth, 1978 uh is when that film was was released so um it obviously demonstrates uh how much that influenced edgar wright in making this movie and that folks is Baby Driver. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed it, and I'd really recommend you watch it and, and uh, listen to the soundtrack a lot. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Someone yeah.
0: Wanted... Yep. Go ahead. I, I, that movie, I wasn't ready for it, man. I told you, I saw it once, but <laughs> I, I was half paying attention to it. It was just on. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this was this <laughs> was uh, one of my favorite. I think now heist movies of all time, like that first nice. chase scene with that red Subaru. Right. Holy moly, yeah. dude! It's great. I watched that thing like five times in a row. Like, yeah. what is happening right now? Yeah. Um. Holy shit. Well. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's thank our show sponsor, Mo DeWitt, DeWitt Law Firm. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. Uh, if you have a legal questions, just call Mo. Uh, if you want to. Book yourself a driver and rob a bank. Mo's not your guy to call. But, but uh, if you did, if but you if get you
1: caught, yeah, Mo then, might be your guy.
0: Well, if you get hurt, I don't know. I don't oh, know. Oh, that's if true. Does. But Mo would know a guy. He He might know somebody. Mo yeah. might
1: know someone. Mo knows. Yeah.
0: Mo. No, that's your new slogan, Mo Dewitt. Mo, Mo, Mo knows. knows.
1: Mo knows. And
0: so does Bo. That's
1: but, a Mo uh, knows no no page one. <laughs>
0: Mo no no Mo. Well, who um, Alright, sorry. It's about that time, man. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah.
3: I am a movie critic by trade. And until recently, I got paid to tell you people which movies merely stink and which ones you shouldn't screen near an open flame. Well, I'm putting the burden of
0: lousy movies back on you. It's very simple. If you stop going to bad movies, they'll stop making bad movies. If the movie used to be a TV show. Just don't go. After Roman numeral two, give it a rest. If it's
4: a remake of a classic, rent the classic. Tell them you want
2: stories about people, not a hundred million dollars of stunts and explosives. People, it's up to you. If the movie stinks, just don't go. If the movie stinks, just don't just don't go.
0: You love me. You really love me. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks.
3: Are you not entertained?
1: Ooh. yeah. Are you not entertained? Right. First, first, first. That's the notes. <laughs> okay. I'm always happy to tear up the notes. Um, so yeah, let's. Uh, we're gonna do our ratings. Um, I mean, I guess everyone can tell that we all dig this movie, which is great. Um, so. All right, uh, Eric, you described a lot already about how you feel about it, so why don't, we, uh, why don't we get your rating?
0: All right, so where do I begin, man? I'm in love with this movie. Um, it's like discovering that you like uh, a food that you haven't <coughs> tasted before. It's f- an awesome feeling. <laughs> That's great. Feeling. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, just Edgar Wright's a genius. The, the way that um, everything happens in camera in this movie I mean i yeah. guess that's like an edgar wright thing like everything is so perfectly choreographed and timed and um the logistics of how the gunshots and the windshield yeah. wipers and the movements and the dancing and the pantomiming all matches the music makes my brain hurt <laughs> from an editing you know point yeah. of view yeah.
2: i can't even get our audio lined up in these <laughs> fucking <videos>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it really is it really is fucking incredible it really yeah. is incredible yeah. um yeah it, it was a joy to watch man and you know the smart comedy stuff and and all of the clever editing stuff aside like it was a really really good action heist movie right, right. um that stunt driving was literally I you know on the edge of my seat type shit so all that said um, I was dazzled by this fucking movie. I give this movie a 4.5 out of 5.
1: Nice. nice. I love it. Um, yeah, really quickly. Like 99% of the the car chases and car and driving were uh, practical. Like there was barely CGUs. There were CGUs in other areas, but for the chase scenes, it was almost all just stunt drivers. And he, he purposely shot those scenes in daylight because it adds a, a more realistic feel, he felt, and and conveys that sense of, of seconds from disaster better than, like, night chase scenes. And that was all calculated by Edgar. So, yeah, anyway. All right, Joe, what do you got? Um, like
2: I said, I had never
1: seen this movie. I didn't really know what to expect.
2: I think I was, mm-hmm. like, um, getting it in my mind mixed up with the other movie, Drive.
1: Yeah, the... Uh, uh, I know what you're talking about. The one that came
2: out around the same time as I think.
1: Yeah. And I uh, I don't know
2: why. I was uh, the guy. uh, I can't remember any of the names. I can't remember his name either. But yeah. I was thinking it was that movie for some reason. So when I put it on, I was surprised that it wasn't. And then the cast just like, Like, wow, is that John? I'm like, fucking Punisher. I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck you up. And then Kevin Spacey and then Jamie Foxx and then Flea. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, (laughs) right right. i I already like this movie like you don't have to keep blowing me (laughs) like it's cool (laughs) um but yeah it was a fun wild ride i mean the little things here and there that were like you said the deus ex because yeah they were they didn't they weren't necessary but they were cool so i get style points and like the just everything the syncopation the way it's made the shots the i mean just driving right it was fun it's a yeah. fun fucking movie. Yeah. Um, I'd re-watch it, and I'd probably find more shit each time I rewatch it, which is always a good <laughs> sign. Um, it, it could take my time. I'm, I'm fine with that. So yeah. I'm probably going to go somewhere around, like, I'll go, like, a 4.4. 4. 4. Nice.
1: Okay. I, love yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, th- this, this movie for me, It means a lot, again, uh, nostalgia and sentimentality wise, because, you know, Tim and I and and John, the the three of us, we bonded over uh, the Cornetto trilogy, like big time. And we we were huge Edgar Wright fans. And then we loved uh, Scott Pilgrim. Uh, And I, I remember now in the spring of 2017 when we knew this was coming out, we were all so damn excited. Like we couldn't wait and I got to believe we went opening weekend just because we were so damn excited. And we came out at a theater floating because everything you guys described just grabbed us. And, and yeah. it's definitely, and every time it's on, I watched this movie so many times because first it was on cable a lot. Now it's actually, it it's not on cable. It has been on cable in a long time, so you can catch it on FX, but I don't like to watch shit on that, but no, I hate commercials. Um, no, exactly. And, and the, you know, editing and, and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I, I popped this on a month ago because I hadn't watched it in a while, and that's why I said, well, why the hell isn't this on my list? And, you know, we had an opening with, this, with the schedule shuffle, and I, I was thrilled to get it popped in there. So um, I will, all that said, I will also give it uh, a 4.5, same as Eric. Yes. So that obviously puts this movie way up there uh, yeah. on our, in our rankings. I'll see if I can, let's see if I can get that done.
2: All of us will, will, say, recommend watch this movie.
1: Yeah, I, I, you know, exactly. And he, the funny thing is I try to lay a lot of trivia and Easter eggs on you, but I didn't. I barely scratched the surface Yeah. because this yeah. thing would have been five hours long. So I would encourage you, if you're into that sort of thing, when you watch the movie, watch it first, but then read the Easter eggs, and you're going to want to watch it again because you're going to want to see what you can spot and what you can't spot. Um, it's definitely worth that, you know? Um, yeah great friggin movie so yep uh baby driver is 11th nice yep is 11th right on our idiocracy
2: list in 10 other movies
1: tied with the uh, yeah tied with the uh, episode five no idiocracy does not make that job because uh our scores were reasonable
2: well i'm giving it a 10
1: <laughs> okay that'll move it up the list uh, but yeah really? so so that's like in the top 11 then that's two edgar wright movies we got shot on the dead at, at uh five and uh and that at 11. so the guy knows what he's doing folks so get right, on nice. that shit, you give know this
0: guy an mcu movie while we're at right? it come yeah. on right yeah that would so. be awesome well they tried to but it didn't work out give him he, need, he needs another ch- a shot at that yeah. i want to see the uh edgar wright ant-man that never was
1: i know right yeah, right? that, that would have been. Oh, and that that reminds me, um, Michael Douglas was considered for the role of Doc oh, because of Edgar's relationship with him from uh, Ant Man before he left, because he brought nice. D- Douglas on for Ant Man, and he was considered for the role, but I think there was some scheduling conflicts, so they went with Kevin Spacey.
0: So. I would have given it a four point six for <laughs> <me>. <laughs> right. <laughs> Less he, sexual predators in my cast, would Exactly. He would have
1: done. He he would have nailed that. He would have been a great Doc. Michael. Yeah, Douglas. Yeah, I you think know? so all right well we have
0: some uh patreon members patrons whatever the hell you're called to thank
1: (laughs) yes they are patrons and they and they uh they follow us on patreon and they do they give us some uh some cash every month which uh helps us tremendously makes us feel wanted and loved (laughs) um but no it, it keeps the lights on it helps us get this out to to all of you so we want to definitely give them a big thanks um we'll start off with our founding member uh, Miss Hannah Christ. Uh, then we've got Peter Bianco. Uh, also, Brian Gower from the Tone Jerks and the Second Button Podcast. Um, Will Lehew, Joe and my co-host on the Just Surprising yeah. Podcast. Uh, Mr. Tony DeGras from the Signal Path Podcast and the uh, Texas State Boggle Chance Podcast that is uh, <laughs> co-hosted with our very own Joe. Um, <laughs> That's my purse. It's, I don't know you. It's a King of the Hill uh, recap podcast, and it's fun. Um, we've got uh, Michael McVeigh. Um, Michael's a cool dude, too. Thank you, Michael. From and Tennessee. Yes. And last but definitely not least, um, again, be a guest coming up, Mr. Hugh g Yep. And that's our list. I will yeah. never not laugh when I say that fucking thing.
2: <laughs> Patreon.com so backslash M-O-T-C-U.
1: Yes. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is our 40th episode. Our 40th movie episode.
2: What? I was thinking, I, was, I mm-hmm. thought it was the 41st, but I guess 40th movie.
1: Movie, 40th, right. 40th movie. Exactly, because yeah. we've got the live episode in there as 41, but this is the well, 40th. Well, actually, we movie. also have
2: the introduction episode?
1: Yeah, I don't I yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yes. But so, I mean, that but.
2: counts as like an episode like
1: Yes, on the, on, on, the, on the, the, the count. Yes, but this is our 40th the 40th movie we've done. Holy That's shit. That's cool, man but also yeah, because
0: we cheat and we split these up it's like our 130th yeah, I know, right?
2: <laughs> also like the fact that we've done other movies like all the Marvel movies
1: yes <laughs> yeah so technically it's, it's like
2: uh, 50th movie
0: yep yep it, it's fine it's a milestone any way you slice it man um yeah yeah join our uh, Patreon join our Facebook page uh yes. Masters of the Cinematic Universe on Facebook Get in on the memes, get in on the cell phone games, get on the, on the funny pictures, sometimes announcements. Um, what else do we have to plug, man? You guys, could, you know, you guys never plug your pedals, ever.
2: <laughs> well, don't we run ads at the end? We sometimes. do. But sometimes. it's also, you know, no reason for it with me. At least I'm not oh, really shit. building much right now. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I do have some stuff coming up. Uh, I'm going to have a limited run of fat guys in a really cool uh, powder coat metallic white with some cool graphics Ooh. um that's coming up probably well this drops friday so sometime late next week there's a limited amount limited number available so check my instagram for that 37 fx uh the word 30 the number seven fx so check it out and i got some new stuff Ooh, coming maybe yeah. soon 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 so. nice i'm excited yeah. to see oh and I, and I also have a sponsored R- i i, I. <laughs> I have a featured artist 37 effects has a featured artist now um, really yeah uh, mr. Ron Kerbau he is a he's an electric harmonica player <laughs> oh shit but he plays some really cool stuff on harmonica some nice some great blues and stuff and he uses a lot of different pedals and he is he's getting one of these special editions and he's gonna add that's it to awesome. his repertoire so like little old me has got somebody that uh, is a, a featured artist that's, so, that's rad so cool. man kind that's of awesome but yeah, I love it. Ron's a good guy. He's the one that did the uh, the deep fake of me as um as uh, uh yeah, okay, Chris Farley doing down by oh, the river. I love that. <laughs> That's like the best. Put my face on that big gigantic man and it ain't off by much. No. Oh. All right. Well, uh
0: where do I have the plug? Oh, Artofericbabone.com. buy some art. And uh I don't know when this is going to air, but Go to Megacon or one of the other shows I'm going to be at and buy some art. Just basically just buy some art. This is
2: airing uh, May 13th. Okay. Yeah, this Friday. This Friday.
0: (laughs) Oh, so I'm at Megacon right now. Holy shit. Yeah,
1: you are at Megacon, so go visit Eric. Please do. Yeah,
0: man. I'll be here uh, today, tomorrow, and Sunday. So uh, Mm -hmm. take your pick. I might even
1: dress up like a Ghostbuster.
0: You never know.
2: Nice. Cool. You never know.
0: All right, folks. uh, There's only one thing left to do lights camera fuck off I
1: found what the world is searching for here right here
4: my dear I don't have to look no more and all my days I've hoped and I've prayed for someone just like you too. make me feel the way you do never never gonna give you up
2: got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going
0: what are we fucking pbs
2: oh yeah you know it i'm levar burton
0: i wanted to be levar back all right i caught it first yeah, i'm hosting we, jeopardy <laughs> are you though listen guys we we need your help uh to help keep the lights on as they say uh we are launching our patreon for masters of the cinematic universe yes yes